Hey, what's up, guys? You guys know that this show wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for our sponsors. I'm just going to give a couple highlights right here. I know I'm going to miss a few because uh, this is something new, but eventually I'm going to have more organization. I'll be able to hit all the key points. But right now, first off the top of my head, we're going to say Let's Singers Whiskey. Let's Singers Whiskey. Obviously, we have a bourbon. We have a rye, a spice or cinnamon whiskey, right? Yeah, I call it a cinnamon. Yeah, and a, and a, and a spice rum. So those are amazing. Find them in a, in a place near you. If you cannot find the unicorn of whiskey, please go ahead and contact one of the social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and uh, we'll tell you what states we do have it in currently. There's a few surprises. We have a few big states that we just signed, so I'm pretty excited about that. Another one of our sponsors, and I'm proud to be an owner of this, is Warfighter Tobacco. Warfighter Tobacco is a brand that started no more than about a year ago and actually took off from the Drinker Bros podcast and now is continuing on to jump on with this podcast, uh, obviously because I am one of the shareholders. <laughs> uh, but some exciting news in the Warfighter Tobacco world. Uh, we have partnered up with a big, big company. Placencia Cigars is the ones that are making ours now. They are producing them for us. Uh, the quality of them has just shot through the roof. They're a Nicaragua brand now. And uh, they're ex- it's an exciting new thing. I think if you guys have had them before and you love them, you're going to freaking die for these now. Uh, go check out WarfighterTobacco.com, Warfighter Tobacco on Instagram and Facebook. Give them a follow and check them out. Another one of our sponsors, you already know, Steel. This is one of our our, our, our big sponsors that jumped on board and helped us out really early on. And that is, not to be confused with Warfighter Tobacco, but this is Warfighter Hemp. Yes. If you're uh, tired of the opiates and the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> the zombie dope, or P- PTSD symptoms, uh, the CBD oil. The CBD right? oil is kind of the way to go for, there's no... Yeah, there's no psychedelic effect. There's, no, invo- there's no involvement with uh, psychedelic effects or anything like that. So. And I, am I correct? This is legal in every state? Yes, it I'm, is legal. Yeah, so this one of the things. This is uh, something that Boone is a big, big uh, advocate for. This is uh, CBD oils. This is supposed to be. I haven't tried it yet, personally. I'm, I need to jump on board, uh, but uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to yet or not, so I'm actually looking into that. Yeah. And I think I am. Even though I'm military, I think I'm still allowed to. You still got that stigma of it. Right. I'm nervous, right? Yeah. Like, all of a you put, but let me double check on that for you guys before you do If you're military, anyone else, go ahead and check it out. Um, this is... Warfighter Hemp. Uh, what's the promo code for Warfighter Hemp? The promo code for Warfighter Hemp is Vinny. V-I-N-N-Y. That's it? That's Vinny. it. Just Vinny. Promo code is You're Vinny. the man on that. Well, You're the I man like on that. that. If you use Vinny as a promo code, you'll get uh, a little bit of percentage off. Am I right? Yes, sir. You will get 10%. 10% off. And, and uh, you guys use that code. Uh, check it out. Let me know how it goes. I would love to hear some of the feedback on this. Don't forget, that's Warfighter Hemp. Uh, yes, and another one of our sponsors, Article 15 Clothing. You guys know where it's at, article15clothing.com. Check them out. They got women's shirts, men's shirts. They also got some winter line coming out here soon. Check it out. Hey, if you use the promo code ROCCO, R-O-C-C-O, I'm pretty sure it still gives you 10%. If it does, let me know. If it doesn't, let me know. Our next sponsor is Valor. ValorSpirits.com has a sweetener that is made from the nectar of the agave plant. Uh, these guys are two combat veterans, one Marine, one Army, are now just living a life trying to make a business and make it happen. I'm very excited to have these guys on board. If you guys want to check their product, you can find it on Amazon. If you're going to use the promo code, there's the only way you can get it on Amazon. You can use the promo code called Vinny Rock, and that's capital V, capital R. Okay, so check them out. That's Valor. It's an art. It's not an artificial. It's an actual sweetener. The actual sweetener. Yeah, it's, it's an good, actual though. sweetener, and it's good. It's very good, and it's made from the nectar of the agave plant. I love that. It's uh, I put it in my coffee. It's do you? It's, yeah, it's good. You fucking sweet ass bitch. <laughs> All right, guys, go check them out. Two, one. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, it's me, Vinny Rock. Vinny, Van, I'm still not used to that shit, right? It's, yeah, you're. <laughs> it's me, Vince. All right, my name is Vince. People call me Rocco. That's fine too. It doesn't bother me. But this is Vince and my boy Kaz. What's uh, going on? All right. Uh, so, this is our what third, fourth, 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 podcast. Yeah, fourth, fourth podcast. podcast, and we're still not getting it right. Fuck, man. If you guys would understand how hard it is to put a podcast together and actually kind of do it right and where you're proud of and you're happy, it is a pain in the ass, right? Well, you just you got to learn everything from yeah. audio to well, things, software. If you, de- if you depend on someone else, you're fucked because then you're, you, then you're relying on whether they're going to set the time aside to even help, right? And to, yeah. And that's kind of what we try not to do is depend on anyone else. I want to be able to come in here 
record and do whatever the fuck I want without actually having to ask for too much help because, well, in reality, this is my life, right? I don't want a nuisance anyone else's. So it's kind of a pain in the ass. Either way, so we I think we got this going. I've been figuring out this. Like right now, I think I'm like a garage band expert. Not expert, but I'm pretty damn good. You're mixing them pretty well. You're mixing all the tracks and everything pretty yeah, good. Yeah, the problem is I'm trying to equalize them all. Either way, if you guys have had some problems with it right now, you know, we're having a audio guy come in here hopefully today and help us out. Uh, it's been uh, one hell of a freaking ride. He's probably going to show up and go, oh, well, this is all you had to do. Push one button? Yeah, just push one button. Like, yeah. oh, you guys messed up on this. Yeah, you just, you just got to – you didn't push out the equalizer. I'm like, oh, thanks, you motherfucker. <laughs> Here's your $200. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you may um, leave now. Golly, man. So uh, let's see. Let's get a little update on what's going on. What's going on in my life? Oh, did you get, Did you see? All, all these people keep tagging me, and it's pretty exciting. It's the, the dads and parks. Yeah, like, I did see that. It's dude, cool. So the coolest thing is Dads and Parks, if you guys know Dads and Parks, it's a little bit of a, a series that I do with my buddy Jamie Kaler. Uh, it's actually his show and Jason's show, and they, they put it together. Uh, super funny. It's all pretty much ad-libbed, and it's improv really on a, on a, on a park. It's uh, really just kind of dads dealing with dad shit, and the humor is pretty good, and uh, I've done one that did really, really well. Uh, and we just continue to keep doing them now. And they've been able to pitch this to several TV shows, to TV, TV channels, and hopefully it gets picked up, and that'd be exciting for me to jump onto another show. Yeah, they're great shows. Um, but the coolest thing is to know that nationwide, before the movie It, they were showing. Yep. That's what you got. You Dads got and Parks. Okay. Yep, Dads and Parks. And the, I think the coolest story out of it all was my brother was there with his family. All the family. It's my brother's wife, his uh, three kids. And they're sitting down to watch a movie. I guess you know no one's really paying attention. To one of the they kids. didn't know. They didn't know. It was no, be no it. one. I didn't really kind of. I didn't set Put it, it out up for. Yeah. And so my nephew goes. I think my nephew goes something like, like, "Hey, Dad, I think that's Uncle Vince, right?" You know. And then he's like, "Holy shit!" And so my brother texted me this morning. He's like, "Dude, pretty cool seeing you on the big screen." Oh yeah, because I'm gonna go see it. It'd be nice. Oh, I'm excited to see it as well. And uh, it's I just cool to see how many people have seen that i mean i've had friends from high school like friends like just just saying hey man is that is that you and i was like yeah, it is man yeah of course it's me how can you mistake my hey, face you can't mistake my fucking chin goddamn can't mistake that chin so it's kind of cool i was pretty excited about that it's something uh kind of honored to be a part of and hopefully uh you know dad's parks continues to grow into something even bigger than just being before the previews of a movie theater how'd you get hooked up with jamie uh jamie was actually the comedic relief at um the damn what was it it was in washington ah uh, yes it was the film festival the veteran is a veteran film festival I can't even remember the name of it uh some kind of veteran uh film festival that we put range 15 was in as well as uh me and matt had one called uh, uh what is that one called dang it I'm not gonna start making up. Yeah, names. no, I yeah, don't make up names on that one. <laughs> uh, so me, and Matt had one. I also had my uh, Long Way Back, the Long Way Back film. So they was all gonna be in this uh, this film festival. Um, he was the co- comedian there. We started bullshitting with him. He was. We had a bunch of drinker bros in the crowd. All the drinker bros that were out there. You guys remember that? They were cheering like crazy for everything that we were doing. And he's like, "Who the hell are these people?" Right? We're like, "Those are drinking bros." So eventually, <laughs> after we started to talk to him. He was impressed with what we've kind of done through social media. Uh, hit up Jared. Jared set it up to me to show up to the park one day when I was in California and do a Dads and Parks with him. And uh, the rest is history. You know, uh, I felt really comfortable. And I've always kind of felt comfortable in the, uh, what is it, the, the, the improv space. Yeah. And so, you know, it's done well. And uh, anytime in L.A., I set up another Dads and Parks meeting and we, we, we start filming. I love Jamie's mannerisms, like when like when he's talking to you. you know, and Dude, just... but you know what's funny? That's that's Jamie. Like, <laughs> that's just how he he's is not, Yeah, time. that's not acting, dude. You go and have a beer with him, he's the same. He's fucking hilarious, yeah, dude. I love those mannerisms. Yeah, he's a fucking funny-ass dude, man. And he, he's definitely helped me. Uh, you know, get out there a little bit more, and hopefully we continue to grow that little brand, man. It's Dads and Parks, man. Check it out on Instagram. Check it out on Facebook. I don't think they have an Instagram. Check out, check out Facebook. They do have Dads and Parks. You can check out Jamie and also Jason. Jason is uh, the one who does a lot of the uh, – he's the DP, if you call him, the video uh, director. I don't, I don't know. Do you guys just set up, like, to set up and go? <clears throat> yeah, dude. It's just two cameras and go. And it's funny. Every time you're sitting there to film, there's, like, some lady just jogging in the shot, right, mm-hmm. or, or – or uh, someone, the gardeners are doing the the, the lawn. And you're like, does anybody stop and go? What, what are you guys doing right here? What, what's going on? No, here? dude. Like, yeah, yeah, there's always people, right? There's mm-hmm. always people that do weird shit. But you're in Hollywood, dude. You're pretty much in the heart of Hollywood, right there in Studio City area or whatnot, you know. And 
they're gonna they're gonna always know what's going on. There's, there's it's not like the, it's not foreign to them to see people at the fucking park filming a fucking TV show or a, whatever the case, right? So, but it is funny because people just don't give a fuck either, right? There's no yeah. <laughs> they don't have courtesy for us us filming. They just kind of run right through like, yeah, I'm feed my well, dog. Well, it's L.A. It is. Sometimes you know the manners are lost on some of those some of the people, yeah. but it is what it is. I had fun, and uh, it's pretty cool to see, dude. You you know what I want to talk about right now? One thing that's super exciting. You know you know do you know what it is? I don't know what it is, but you you looked at me like dude, you're really excited. I am so excited about buying wobblymodels.com. Oh, wobblymodels.com. It is great. Wobblymodels.com. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I kind of know which direction I kind of want to take it, but uh, it didn't start like that. We were at karaoke. I told you, like, me and Chris were karaoke singing, and uh, someone almost tripped to get on stage, and then, uh, you know, and then I started talking about, like, dude, it's so funny watching these these uh, models fall, and, like, they're all wobbling and shit, and we started laughing about it, decided on the way home, she's trying to buy wobbly models, I'm like, does it even exist? She goes, no, I was like, well, I'm buying it, so that night I bought it, uh, I built the website really quick, that's just an easy freaking like, plug and play website just for now uh i don't know what i'm gonna do with it but right now we have it's it's like like, (laughs) something you could just look at it's just funny yeah it's just funny like if you want to brighten your day up yeah i just i think it's funny just gotta turn on the wobbly models just just go wobblymodels.com you can check out some of the some of the models that fell just pictures it's on instagram it's on on instagram it's on facebook now that's how serious we went with it when i go hard i go hard in the paint right like within within maybe four hours i had to read it everything up and running i don't know it makes me laugh. If you guys are looking for a laugh, go check out wobblymodels.com, wobblymodels on uh, on Instagram and whatnot. So just check it out. Man, I'm getting calls and texts like crazy. She's probably huge ass dog. You got to answer that? Uh, no, I'm, I should, but uh, I'm not going to answer just- the dogs. I'll text right now. But uh, the dogs are at the dogs. The dog place. What are the, what's the dog place called? Vet, a veterinarian. The, yeah. Veterinarian? Yeah. It's a hard uh, profession to get into, by the way. Oh, what? A vet, it's hard to get into, by the way. To being a vet? Yeah. Why is that? I mean, you got to learn about a lot of different animals. Well, these are like dog vets. Do you think they these vets they take other than dogs? You think? Yeah, they do. Like, there's like equ- equine veterinarians, like the um, equestrian ones. Equestrian ones. That's what I'm thinking of. That's yeah, for, the, for, for the horses, horses right? and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, you get if you got your kid's got a pet chameleon or something like that, or a ferret. It's, I think it's sick. You got to bring it in there. Then doctors kind of got to know what's going on. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking that. You know what? My my daughter Yvette. Wants to be a vet. She wants to. She wants to have a dog hospital. That says Yvette's vet. Yvette's vet. Yeah, <laughs> kids are funny, right? Dude, how do they come up with that stuff? No, fucking no. I don't know, but you know what? Uh, we talked about that. Maybe we can talk a little bit about business. And I, I want to invite some really big business savvy dudes on here, right? I have a couple buddies. One that comes to mind, George Patton. George Patton is one of the owners of a of a Warfighter Tobacco. He also owns multiple different businesses. He's a very hardworking individual. Uh, I'll probably bring him on here to talk about business one of these days because, you know, a lot of the guys listening I know aspire to try and start their own business and be their own boss one day. Very scary thing to do. <clears throat> and uh, I'd like to get guys like uh, George, guys like Luke, yeah, you know, Luke Webster, who is who's an, an amazing entrepreneur, guys like Andy Frisilla or Sal Frisilla, have those guys on here hopefully. Uh, even guys like Matt Best. So I, I know I do want to focus a little bit on business when it comes to this podcast here and there to help motivate and inspire some of you guys that have wanted to maybe take that next step into the entrepreneurial world and just not quite ready yet or understand it enough. You kind of fell into it yourself, didn't you? Just I definitely of- fell into it. Well, a lot of people don't know. I started, me and my buddy, uh, Brian Olson. Brian, what's up, buddy? Uh, he's uh, my boy out of L.A. We played at L.A. Valley Community College together, became good buddies. Um, we started a t-shirt company I was 18 at the time called Roosterhead. I love those shirts. Remember that? Too. Yeah, I love Dude, those I want to print some. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm actually I'm going to print some up and put them on the page. Yeah, make a line. Yeah, make I'm going to make line. a line of Roosterhead shirts. So if you guys, they're great. They're just regular shirts. What was the slogan? So it was called, yeah, Roosterhead, gear for the aggressive lifestyle. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dude, you know why we said that? That was like, it's like a... Uh, you can't really, like, everyone want you know, like, I play ping pong aggressive, you know what yeah. I mean? And so, uh, Roosterhead fits that, you know, like, I play baseball aggressive. So. But I think what we were really going for, I mean, we were young. Uh, we were going for trying to attack the same market as uh, Fox at the time. 
And if you guys seen the logo, I gotta get the whole logo. I gotta tech. You had that insight though, like like this is the this is the market we're going for. Yeah, we knew we were gonna go for a certain market, but we also didn't want to close off the demographics by naming it like the slogan "Gear for the Aggressive Lifestyle." Like, look, dude, if you consider your gear aggressive, well, then you fit in this fucking demographic of fucking weird ass shirts. That was a simple design. Like the design was very simple. It was simple, but it was also it popped out. So we came up with that design. I drew I drew that design in uh, music class. I was failing miserably, so I was sitting there drawing. (laughs) you're drawing yeah i showed it to him he goes that's perfect so we decided that you know we already knew the name was going to be rooster head i drew the logo uh, we were able at that time I, I, mean, I don't know how we did it. we were able to pull it off of the piece of paper onto an image from the image be able to put it onto a t-shirt created the design he helped me a lot with that because he had a lot of experience with printing shirts at the time um and then from there we uh we knew we had the design what we wanted for the shirt and these are the only shirt design we had at first we had we put the money together. We put about three hundred dollars total and bought, I believe, it was fifty something shirts. It was like fifty three hundred bucks, something like it, because you had to pay for the screens. Uh-huh. Had, like at that time, silk screening was. It, let's see, this is ninety nine, yeah, ninety nine two thousand. So us learning all this, we we had to put a little bit of money into buying the screens. I believe at the time each screen was fifty bucks. Um, shirts, we we didn't at the time. There wasn't like freaking next level quality freaking, uh, or there probably was, but we couldn't afford it. Yeah, right. They so were comfortable we, shirts, though. Yeah, they were comfortable. I, 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 I kind of wonder sometimes, like, where did where did my shirt go? Where did my rooster I'm, head? Dude, shirt I've go? lost all my rooster head shirts, dude. So and then we hired a guy to print the shirts for us, and so that's where this all the money came from. The three hundred came from all that. So shirts. Uh, all the, the the setup fee as well as paying the guy to print the shirts, and he made the shirts. And so we had a, a black bag full of shirts. It was a black trash bag, and we just were like, "What?" <laughs> That's how he handed it to. You. He's like, "Here you go." Yeah, go. and so our buddies did like they were like, "Look, if you guys are going to start a t-shirt company, then uh, we'll throw a party if you guys actually do it." And so they threw a party in the Chatsworth area. We went out to to a house in Chatsworth. And uh, we sold the shirts to all our boys, right? I think we sold them for like twenty bucks, something like that, right? Yeah. And then uh, then that that we sold out, we sold out, and so everybody took them. Yeah, and, yeah, and well, the guys and the guys that we you know I was friends with were were well known, party or party animals as well as baseball players in the area. Like San Fernando Valley is, is a big spot, but like in the area that we lived, we were kind of more of the popular kids. You know what I mean? And so you had. Some popular football players, popular baseball players, popular just like party animal dudes, and they're all wearing the rooster head gear for the aggressive lifestyle. And everyone's kind of excited because it's a local brand, I think. I think that's why, you know, everyone kind of. I know this guy. He right. made this shirt. Like, yeah, my boy owns it, right? And I'm so surprised the, you don't have a rooster head tattoo. Dude, you know, I would get one. I would get one of my. <laughs> the one thigh that I have all kinds of weird shit on. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I would it. get it. So it's cool. So check that. This, this, there's a lot of crazy stories to this. So eventually, you started seeing it in junior college. And I seen a guy wearing a shirt. I'm like, dude, where'd you get that shirt? He goes, oh, my boy owns the company. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> I boy. don't know you. Some people started claiming they own it, right? Because it started becoming a kind of a cool deal. Yeah. So the group of us ended up moving to Chico State. Uh, you already know that. Yeah. So when we went to Chico, we started having like Chico State uh, Rooster Head parties. You'd hear it on the radio. Like, hey, go check out the Rooster Head house. We're going to have a party, blah, 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 blah. So these shirts essentially were paying for itself. We were selling them. We were rebuying them. And we are putting money for beer. Is really what we were doing, and then uh, it started getting to the point where I had a buddy who was producing porn at the time in San Fernando Valley. <laughs> you, I think you showed me that tape. I did show you that tape. I had it in Chico, and it's not like it's nothing. It wasn't something extremely dark, dark porn or anything. It was just like a very soft vanilla, shitty porn. Vanilla. I love how yeah. you pulled out vanilla. Like if you can find, dude. If any of you guys are like porn enthusiasts and can find it, it's called Babes Are Us. And it was made somewhere in about the 2001 time frame. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're just bringing about back old memories. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying you remember that. Yeah, I do and remember And so that. the bartender had a shirt on. You, I think you brought an actual VHS tape. It did. It was a VHS tape. Yeah. yeah. And so the funny funny thing with my buddy, he was a young kid. He decided to try and get into the porn world as a producer. And so he <clears throat> was like, yeah, man, let me get a shirt and I'll put it into the freaking porn. So we handed him like five different shirts. We just started making these female shirts called cock tees. The tank top. Right, tank the tank top. top. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, this is probably why the company just didn't survive. It just like started going the wrong direction right away. You were 18, 19 18, years old, 19, you know? yeah. And so, yeah, like if someone can find that tape, it's out there somewhere. The bartender has it on for about three minutes. I don't even think, maybe three seconds. Maybe three seconds, and then there you go. And so for us, 
you know, small town kids, not small town, big city kids, uh, start a company and all of a sudden seeing one of your shirts on, you know, on a porn was kind of a big deal for us. It wasn't the proudest moment, but it was kind of a cool when moment. You're that, when you're that age, you know, that's pretty exciting. It's a big deal in college, right? Yeah. And so the, the company was starting to take off and it was doing really well. Um, I actually almost got into a fight with the guy that was wearing a Richard Head t-shirt in Chico. Just randomly? Him. Yeah, randomly. Yeah, because it went from San Fernando Valley and went up to Chico and just went heavy in Chico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had it in a few of the stores out there in consignment and stuff, and so they, they were there. They're just there. Um, and the, my buddies were some of the, the big baseball players for Chico at the time, so they were doing all the recruiting parties, and guys would come over and this and that. That's why me and, me and you hung out a lot, because I stayed away from all that yeah, crap. Yeah, you stayed away from the drinking. I was focusing on baseball. I lived on the other side of town. I didn't live in the downtown Yeah, area. we stayed at 6 and Oak. That's where I was at. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> So, I think it's Fifth and Oak. Fifth and Oak, you're right, Fifth yeah. and Oak. And so I stayed away from the area. You were right next to the zoo. Right if, next to the zoo. And if exactly. anybody knows Chico, the zoo is... It's, 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 got, it's, it's, it's named got the name for the reason. reason. Exactly. Yeah. And so that was the thing. I decided to focus really hard on my baseball at the time. Um, those guys went off and did rooster head, rooster head things, right? And so <clears throat> we... Uh, I eventually got that full ride to a Kentucky school, an NAIA college in Kentucky, and I left. And when I did that, the business kind of went south. We weren't focusing on it. Everyone was kind of growing up and going different directions. Um, I tried to maintain it with my boy Oli, but uh, it just didn't work out. Cool thing is, he continued on with the t-shirt printing. He now owns a t-shirt printing company out in uh, Los Angeles, California, in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, what's it called? It is called... Um, man, I can't even think of it right now. But yeah, he still does, he still does that. Uh, and then he also knows now owns 818 Brewing, which... Ludslinger's Whiskey is partnered with him. I sent him a couple barrels, and we're going to make a, a some kind of beer of his 818. A crossover kind of yeah, deal. Yeah, and we're going to be donating all the funds to charity. Cool. So to, I found a law enforcement um, charity out there that I'm going to be donating to, as well as a uh, a veteran charity. And so that's pretty cool. I mean, we're still working together. Me and him work together on all kinds of stuff. Yeah, well, when you guys were you guys always like that when you were younger? Like, were you always... Oh, me and him were close. But, I mean, were you always like, well, let's do this, like, just... Let's do this business. Let's do this T-shirt. Yeah, well, Let's me do... and him have wanted to do business together forever. We haven't done anything since, since Roosterhead. I mean, I've lived in one place. He's lived in another. I completely went away from business. I knew I wanted to jump in into business. I knew I wanted to stay in the business. I enjoyed the way of what you can create out of nothing. <clears throat> and so then when I had the opportunity to kind of jump on board with Article 15, it was a dream come true, right? It was like, whoa, dude, I get to do this. I get to do the business thing, and especially in the teacher world, which I know. Yeah, I was going to say, you already kind of knew yeah, the teacher world knew, a little bit. Yeah, and so it was cool. I knew about silk screening because that was part of what we had to do to, to learn. <clears throat> and then the social media aspect was the whole different world. Well, now you can get reach on your business by using social media, which is like fucking... Nowadays, you can't have a successful company, I don't believe, without that. Yeah. I think the way of the future is, that, you know, I think... Every company in the future will have to have a, a strong, heavy social media presence, and if they don't, they've already been—they're too far behind. How how small was the company? How small was Article Fifteen when you got into it? Was it were you guys just? Well, basically I mean, Instagram, out of Instagram the had five thousand followers. Okay. You know, Instagram had five thousand followers because Jared already had a different business account, mm-hmm. and he was growing it, and he just turned it into an R fifteen account. Uh, Matt's page, I believe, was in the hundred thousand, maybe a little bit more. Now, I mean, if you guys know Matt Best, Matt Best is now at 1.5 million, I believe. Yeah, he's up there. And he's growing like probably 3,000 a week. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, and, and this all, Matt, 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 grew his, Matt grew his social media on his own by just his first few videos that were very successful. I mean, I, I, <clears throat> here's the crazy story. Matt was, Matt was doing um, some uh, powerlifting with his brothers. His brothers are pretty, pretty strong dudes. And uh, he was like, hey, I need some, I'm looking for some shirts. He's like, oh, dude, my boy makes shirts. So I sent him to Oli Boy to print some shirts out. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> this it was, comes full circle. Yeah, it came full circle. Exactly. Same as you know who else prints shirts with my boy for a while was uh, Funk Volume, Damien Ritter from Funk Volume. Me okay. and Dame. Dude, we grew up together. So again, I was telling you, that's one of my boys that, dude, we were best friends for a long time growing up. When we were young, I'm talking young. And uh, he's doing some cool ass stuff. I'm, I'm hoping to get him here on the podcast eventually too to see just the, the different people in my life that have kind of paved the way for what I do today, you know? But yeah, so now you have what we have here. Now we have all kinds of different businesses going on. Like like me personally, I decided to go the route of like like Matt and JT, they focus on their businesses, you know, that they have from Black Rifle to to Article 15 to Lead Singers. I like to try and grow even to more brands, right? I'm trying to do 
a few different things, you know, and I was able to to step out of my comfort zone and try other avenues like the, we did the publishing company. That still is, we're working on A15 Publishing, has all kinds of veteran um, authors. I believe we have to 15 different books right now we have published. <laughs> and so that's pretty exciting. Um, let's see, Beard.com. Beard.com is live right now and it's 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 the, the, the brand that we're pushing right now. It's called Manor, a part of Beard.com, but you can get pretty much all, all these products. But these are things like for me, being able to start these businesses was just um, something that I've wanted to do since since I was younger, since 18 is doing Roostred. Now I'm able to do these in a better platform with a better understanding of how business works. <laughs> Did Beard.com relaunch again? Yeah, Beard, Beard.com should be getting launched on the 15th. And by the time this thing comes out, it'll be the 15th, 16th, right. 17th. Oh, yes. Hold it on. looks good, though. It, 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 it does look good. good. It's, it's getting built up every day, working hard to make that um, – Make that look what we want it to look like. You got you got Tank. Tank's a machine. Tank is out there working his ass off. He's doing his all the work pretty much where I can sit back and focus on the the few things that I'm you know I'm busy filming. Wobblymodels.com. Huh? Wobblymodels. <laughs> so while I build up Wobblymodels.com, <laughs> he's doing Beard.com. Uh, but not just that. You know, I'm actually been talking with the suit company. I have a suit company that hopefully, if we get this off the ground, I'll be able to be donating suits to veterans. Um, you know, with, with a $500 donation from anyone, that $500 will go directly into a suit for a veteran and to help them go to an interview and, Job interviews and, or... and dress ready to impress. Yeah. With that, I'll be making a line of videos to help people understand better uh, proper and neat, neatness of dress. And... Well, what's important about a suit is because it the occasion to wear one is more often than you would right. think. Well, a lot of people don't understand, like, there's a lot of suit etiquette, mm-hmm. right? And there's not there's it's however you know it's swag you can you can look you can have fun with it or you can be serious and you know, if you're going to an interview you want to you want to present yourself in a professional manner especially if it's that kind of interview and uh, you don't want to go out there looking like a slob no. you know and and I think it, it's it represents the person that they're going to be hiring on how they look when they show up no clip on ties no clip on, don't ever do a fucking clip on tie double Windsor motherfucker double <laughs> yeah Windsor. I just I just do no, just a single Windsor you do a single Windsor I'm just I'm into the double Windsor I'm all about symmetry 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 yeah yeah I'm all into symmetry I like the way it looks because it looks more even that's what I do with a lot of I'm like, gonna need to learn how to tie double Windsor now have you noticed my tattoos my tattoos are like that if I do one side I gotta get the other side I I have to have that kind of balance and that's why the double Windsor for me is a it's 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 easy it's yeah plus it's it's a clean looking knot too it's a clean looking knot there's other ones out there I'm gonna start learning some weird ones but either way can you tie a bow tie. I cannot. I've never even tried. Never no. even tried. No, I, I, I actually either. have one. It's just sitting in the room. I just bought it because the color was cool. It matched one of my uh, suits. <laughs> this is dope. It's going to match. So those are things, man. I want to continue to expand myself in business. Now, do I feel like I have uh, small amounts of bandwidth? Yes. I'm dying. Like I'm, I'm drowning in my own work. But that's why guys like you jumped into my life. Uh, and he's going to be taking taking part in a lot of the stuff we're doing. We're probably going to get a taco truck here soon. Oh man, I'm so excited! I really wish it'd be a hot dog cart, but well, we can. I'm tur- cool. I'm, I'm down thing. with, the ta- with taco tacos truck. and hot dogs go well together. The Sonoran dogs. Have you ever heard of those? No, I haven't. Google Sonoran dog. All it is right is uh, it's a hot dog <clears throat> wrapped in bacon, and you put all the works onto that motherfucker. I'm already down, and it is insanely awesome. So check that out. That's going to be great. We're going to have that taco truck here soon. Uh, I got to get the licensing and everything for it and permits. So so anyway, you guys in uh, Salt Lake City interested in having a taco truck at your next party, you know where to get one. (laughs) You hit up Kasner. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) Call me. Don't call him. Don't call me. I can't. I don't have the time. I love the Pico, find people. They got Pico de Gallo on them, They have everything on them. Oh, my goodness. Uh, What other businesses are we working on? Let's see. Uh, What aren't you working on? Everything. Everything. That's what I'm I saying. I have to though. But my, that's how my mind works. I got a script going out right now, getting getting worked on, uh, the karaoke script. Yeah. Yep. That's gonna be a great great script. I have another script getting worked on. I can't talk about that second one. I have another one that's in Hollywood that I'm hoping gets looked at. This is what one of my boys from uh you know from the Mayans was able to kind of give me an opportunity to, to get my script looked at for a TV show. So we have a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Books. I'm trying to get some books. I mean, it's nonstop, but that's how my mind works, right? Let me explain something to you. Any of you guys that are listening and just think that, uh, and and you want to do business, I'm gonna give you uh, some of the mistakes we made. Let's see. Let me see. Oh, here's here's the first thing. Here's an important one. You will be exhausted, 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 exhausted if your business is based on social media content alone. 
Now I, I, I say that because because I've seen it, I've done it, we've all seen it. It's exhausting, right? So if all you're going to do is try and make your business successful off of social media videos alone and social media content created, if you, that's all you have, well then your business model will be exhausting. And I can't say I'm not going to say it won't be successful because I've we've seen it be successful. But you will be tired of trying to come up with new and cool and fun ideas that will draw people to your website to purchase the products. You have to base your business on science. And when I say science, that is things like search engine marketing, right? Not social media marketing. I'm talking search engine marketing. All the algorithms. All the algorithms. If you And social media has algorithms as well, but this is different. I'm talking you put 100,000 in freaking marketing on search engine marketing you get back 200,000, right? I'm th- those are just numbers I'm throwing back. If you put in 5K, you get back 10K. Like those kind of numbers are a science. It is the fact that people will see, people will click, people return. The return of investment <clears throat> is you put in a lot, you get a lot back. And that is kind of what I like to call the foundation of the business. If you have the foundation of the business uh, figured out, I'm talking even things like Amazon, right? Things like if you have Amazon figured out, if your business is 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 solid on the foundation side where that if your social media takes a dump your business will still sustain sustain itself based on the fact that you have reoccurring customers because you have a solid foundation built on the search engine marketing well then you're good well then your business is not going to be exhausting you can actually go on a two-week vacation and know that all the things are in play and your business will continue to generate funds for you but if you're based all on a social media content algorithm, well, you will be exhausted because it is hard to be that creative to create something for years and years and years and years and years. It's like, man, I, there's there's a there's a there's a life expectancy rate on that, right? There's there's an expiration date to a shelf life. There is there's a shelf life, and it's tough, man. And and, and so in saying that is when you're building a brand. Uh, build that brand off knowing a very solid foundation is built and then the social media on top of that to help it sustain because if all you are like there's spikes in sales like dramatic spikes in sales when it comes to social media content driven only and which are nice but it gets exhausting to the point where will it be worth it to you that's what that's up to you to determine you know yeah i mean you also got to generate that word of mouth too from one person to another it's tough it's tough. Like, like I've seen it. We've done it. We do it. And, and you know. Um, I think it's something <clears throat> I read that I think it's only like 7% like of what you put, what you post is posted will be spread. Well, that's what happens. Like, person. you know, when it comes to posting social media, <clears throat> we always look for like, you know, I guess the, the kind of the round number that we always enjoyed seeing was 100 shares kind of turns into potentially thousands of shares yeah right so it's that algorithm like if i share your content onto my page then the people that i'm friends with will see it and have potential them to share and then people they're seeing right so it's that that universal freaking that number we started we start off being really excited about 100 shares and then turn to a thousand shares and i was like, <laughs> and like oh, when i get twenty thousand shares i'm pretty excited about it right well so, i mean it's it's kind of just it's kind of crazy that the things that go viral and the things that don't go viral. You never know. I mean, the, have you done some things like, oh, this is going to be great. We've done, we've done some not, videos. And it hasn't done that well, but something that you thought was just mediocre just went crazy yeah. viral. and we've done that like crazy. I mean, there's stuff that you, you spent you spent thousands of dollars on, on proper video production and everything else, and it doesn't do shit. And then you film one fucking weird-ass meme with your fucking cell phone, all of a sudden that motherfucker's viral. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just crazy. the weirdest thing. I think we did, the, when, when me and Matt did the, uh, the song Bitch, I Operate, it I don't think we expected it to be that great. Like we loved it ourselves. Personally, I thought it was fucking dope and it was fun as shit. Right? It's my one of my favorite songs we've done. That black guy can really sing. That's what someone said. Yeah, one of the comments said that black guy can really sing. I was like, oh, okay. I'm Puerto Rican, but okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that thing took off, man. Like, yeah. I mean, that fucking. It's, it's still getting comments. Like if you look at it yeah. now, it's still getting comments. And then, and then you have, um, then you have the whole thing where like. We put out another song and we're like, hell yeah, this is gonna be good. And it just doesn't have as much pop, right? And like, why didn't that take off? Like, I don't fucking get it either, dude. I don't understand it. it drives me fucking nuts every time this. Well, this, you're trying to do a, you're trying to do a new song here pretty soon, aren't you? Are you who? Gonna do a, you. You're gonna me, do a, like I, singing or a rap because you can sing well. I want to do a song. 
I am not ready to actually put one out. I'm actually been I've been I've been looking for some music. I've been uh, thanks for calling me out on this one, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to go out. I'm there. just trying to keep the audience informed. Well, the reality is, like, I do want to put out music someday. Uh, it's part of something that that's important to me. I have enough connections with music when it comes to Dame, my own brother, stuff like that. So I, I think it'd be pretty exciting to put some stuff out there. But I have a different plan for the music, honestly, and so that's why I, I won't reveal that. Do you, uh, do you think if you send it to your brother when you put out a song, he's going to be like, oh, that's whack? Oh, he'll be honest, yeah. Yeah, he'll be he's honest. Like, oh, that's he's good. a whole different character of music, dude. That guy, him and Dame. Damien, too. Damien, I, I told him, I was like, hey, I like that. He goes, I'm not a big fan of that kind of music, but uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, whatever you want to do. I'm like, all right, well, uh, what are you a fan of, bro? <laughs> <laughs> help me help you. Well, it, it, when it comes to music, everyone has their thing. Everyone has what they like and what they enjoy. You know what I'm saying? The music business side, I'm, I'm curious to know what that's like. I think that's why I'm interested in doing the music because I'm interested. It's in one the, of your goals. You said, like, are you, yeah. are you want to hit song. Yeah, I want to hit song. Oh, yeah. You remember that gold list I made? I want yeah. that song. I do. Um, I think... So why do I think that? Let me, let me explain why I have these weird-ass goals. I consider myself a writer. And that's just kind of... I think, you know, obviously I write my blogs. I write, you know, like even this. We write... You have that. a deep thought process. Yeah. And when it comes to writing, anything in the writing platform I feel like I can be successful in. So writing a poem, writing uh, a story, writing a script writing a song, like all that. And I have several songs written now. I just don't know what the fuck to do with them, right? But anything in that space, I feel like I can be successful. And so, yeah, fuck, a hit song, why not? Yeah, I can write that shit. I just got to sit down and figure out what the, you know, what it's going to be about. But I feel really good about that. But that's the business side. Like, man, I would, be, I would be interested in doing some music business. I just don't know how really to get into that. Yeah, but your confidence in things that you, that you you know, you think of. I just it's, don't give a shit. You're, yeah, you, but you ha- it turns into confidence. Like you really, because you care about something so much that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's probably, you know, I think with the message that I put out is, is important. You know, I have an article. I'm hopefully going to get it out later today or tomorrow um, about one of the guys I met on this on the cast of the Mayans MC and how he's pretty uh, inspirational story. Crazy, right? Crazy. Yeah, because I mean he's. It was like he's. I read it. I thought it was great. Like the way yeah. he, you know, his life turned around and stuff like that. Wow, wow. But he's. You know, it's funny. That cast. Like I don't know how much of it I could even talk about. But that cast is. A lot of them are like that. A lot of them have this crazy story. I mean, Emilio, Emilio himself, Emilio Rivera is one of the. Man, you have to be around him to understand how genuine that dude is. Like he'll tell you stories that you would be like. Holy fuck, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> like, pretty, wild. pretty wild. Wild as fuck. Yeah. Wild, wild as fuck, right? And he's just great though, man, because like it's so honest. Like a dude like him who comes from the background he did and, and in the stature he is right now as an actor, um, obviously I look up to him, but then for him to just be like admitting something like, oh man, that, that shit made me cry. You're like, whoa. <laughs> What a dope ass fucking dude, right? Yeah, I always appreciate when someone could be just genuine, you know, what just I mean? real, not hiding their fucking emotions. So that's that's him. What we were saying on business, I think I don't fucking know. Shit, <laughs> I don't even know, man. I got so much shit to do today. It's crazy. I got fucking pick up kids. I got dogs. Yeah, yeah, T- dogs, the vet, oh, kids. God. But uh, no. So what we were saying with business is that. Do not base your business solely on social media content. If it's a social media content-driven company, you'll have spikes in sales that are always exciting, but they will also be uh, exhausting a lot of your energy. I think, I think to me, the, the idea of being a business owner would be uh, the less output possible with the most amount of growth and what income. I don't want to say income, but... You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever I can, revenue if I can make, if I can make more money doing less, then I think that's a good, like you know, a good fundamental freaking yeah. It's that's platform. Key. Yeah, because because one thing is like I don't want to I don't want to be taken away from home. Like I don't want anymore. Like you know what I mean? Like there's guys that travel around a lot. Like the only time if I'm ever gonna travel is gonna be one day. And then I'll do my public speaking or I'll do whatever and come home. Like, I want to do my best to do everything. That's why we built the set at the house. We could easily probably just rent a place, but it's not worth 
me driving to it when I could just kids are asleep. Hey, let's go downstairs and record another. Yeah, podcast. well, we we were looking at a couple of places and and they look nice. Yeah, and you're like, no, nah, it's too far. I'm like, yeah, it's like a, maybe a 10, 15 minute drive. And you're like, no, nah, it's too far from the house. We'll just do it at home. Well, you know, because today's schedule kind of flipped on me today from what we were doing for filming. And so I decided to jump on the podcast early this morning and knock this one out. And so that's why uh, I, I enjoy this. I enjoy that we can sit here and do the podcast. Let's talk about the podcast a little bit, man. Some of the, some of the stuff that we have in, in mind. Um. Besides talking about business, we're going to talk about whatever else, you know, and we ha- hope to have some amazing-ass guests once our time can uh, allot that. Everyone's kind of busy right now. I, ha- I think I have the I think I think have the Warfighter Tobacco guys coming in town here soon. We might be able to get them in here. Um, <clears throat> a few other people I'm going to try and get on soon. Matt Bass obviously would be one of the first guys I would love to have on here. I'd love to have some MMA fighters as well. Matt uh, gave you verbal agreement he'd do it. Oh, he's, he's so. good. Matt will do it. That's my boy, dude. Not worried about, <laughs> not worried about that. JT's the one like verbal agreement. Like, I don't know. I gotta, we're going to have to chain him up and drag his ass over here to make sure he's going to be here. Or just have a, a boatload of fucking hot dogs and he'll, he'll show up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We'll make but, the Sonora dogs. Yeah. And so, let's see. Friday, man. Hmm. Well, with the podcast, I plan to, I'm getting all the website stuff organized. Uh, the website I have now currently is actually my personal website for kind of promoting and marketing what I do. Uh, that's uh, VincentRockoVargas.com. That's going to flip and turn into VinnyRock.com, which is just a little bit easier to p- type in and find. Uh, eventually, we will have stickers, flags, fucking shirts, and whatnot available to you if you guys are interested in sponsoring the podcast or, or supporting the podcast the podcast if you will we will have that available to you uh what else are we gonna have oh i will be filming here soon hopefully matt will be willing to do this uh a the five shots for freedom with matt best uh five shots for freedom is going to be five hard questions five most difficult questions we will do a podcast first and when we're done with the podcast we will shut down from the podcast step over to the bar and do our five shots of freedom and i'll be filming that uh with uh, several different camera angles as quality as can be and i'll be uploading that directly to facebook and instagram and uh and even youtube well, every shot is every gonna, every shot is going to be a hundred dollars. Yeah, every shot that they take will be a hundred dollars donated to a charity of their choice. Uh, I won't be doing this with every guest. I'll be doing this with specific guests that are interested in taking part in the five shots for freedom. I will be taking that shot with them as well. Um, there will be five different shots, which makes it even harder and more disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be mixing scotch yeah. and vodka. Yeah. I'm, well, <laughs> currently we're going to have all the Letzinger's brands. Yeah. Uh, if I can get one more brand out here, I would love to get the tequila. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. And this is one of those things like, I'm not here to try and get anyone drunk, but I do want them to answer the hard questions. And if it takes them a shot of tequila or whiskey of some sort to get the uh, honest answer out of them, well, then that's what I want to do. It's here to drive home the fact that what are the key things in some of these people's lives that drive them? <clears throat> what is it that motivates them to be who they are? What is it the decisions they've made or the things that they regret? So maybe me, you, and other people can learn from them and be better individuals. Yeah. Right? And so that's really the goal for the five shots for freedom as well as to be able to donate to charity. You know, I have no 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 uh, qualms with what charities I donate to. Can we put you behind the bar on one of them and just do your five shots for freedom for, for myself? For yourself. I'm 100%. I'm down with that. Let's okay. just write the hard questions. I'll just write the hard questions then. That's easy. We can get we'll, that done. We'll, ask, we'll actually <laughs> see what some of the uh, – audience says oh yeah they want to know what questions they want to know for mm-hmm. me yeah yikes <laughs> all right it yeah. might be it might be 10 shots for freedom eventually oh geez almighty <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna sleep well that night well you guys that's pretty much what we want to do with this podcast we're going to continue to grow it we're gonna we're gonna fix the audios we're gonna make them better we're gonna be doing the video we're just gonna be able to package this up and as i travel i can take it with me and film it anywhere i go um we're learning every day every day and yeah, if you guys have questions about starting a podcast, let us know. We'll hit you up. We'll we'll answer your questions. Like I said, oh, how about the Vinnie Rock box? Oh, wait, I was in, yeah, I was in that's something. That. So we have the stickers. We have the boxes that just came in. We have the stickers who, that are coming in. It's a two day delivery. So here's something exciting. Now that you guys are listening to this, uh, just just remember the Vinnie Rock box. I'm gonna send four people a month a Vinnie Rock box, and in that box is gonna have uh, different things from the sponsors that support the show and as well as some of the uh, merchandise that I have that I'll be having online. Uh, so again, go check out 
the the page right now what we have is vincentrockofargus.com go ahead and put your email in there for for uh so you guys are entered into be one of the winners of a Vinny rock box and again for the duration of this podcast i hope to be able to continue to donate these boxes to individuals who sign up and leave their email and all those emails are going to be doing is i'm going to be flipping around turning in anything that's new and interesting going on with the Vinny rock podcast with my life i'll be throwing it to a newsletter straight back to you so you can kind of see what's going on um, again, go check out VincentRockoVargas.com. Put your email in there. I think it's at the bottom. You could just put your email and subscribe. Yeah, you can just plug shit. it in. You'll be entered to win a Vinny Rock box. That Again, that is a box that will be filled with several items uh, from sponsors that support the show. And if any of you guys want to be sponsors, <clears throat> let us know. If you want to be a sponsor of the show, hit us up. If you're a sponsor of the show and want to su- buy, want to put some of your products in the Vinny Rock box, Please go ahead and send us some packages. We have a peel box. I'll post the peel box information onto the Instagram and Facebook today so you can check that out. Anything you guys want in those Vinny Rock boxes, if you guys have a business that you don't you don't you're not a sponsor of this podcast, but you would love to provide uh, some kind of marketing campaign or anything to products, these Vinny yeah. Rock boxes, any of these products, you're more than welcome to send them to us. We'll put them in the Vinny Rock box as well. This is not a subscription box. You're not subscribing to a fucking monthly box. <laughs> This is the winners of the Vinny Rock box. I was going to ask, how are we going to choose those people? Like, are we going to... I don't fucking know. I yeah. honestly don't know. Just gonna, just <laughs> the gonna, first one, maybe a couple at random, and then... Yeah, if you guys want to nominate someone for a box, then we'll do it. We're just going to do four a month, you know, and then, and then we'll just continue to do that. I know, but, like, you, like, deep down, are like, I wish everybody can get a box. I want everyone to get a box. I want everybody to get a box. But, you know, here's, here's the deal. What what can this... We all know there's, there's change in a podcast where it starts and where it ends and where it continues to grow. We don't know where this one's going to go. I hope this continues to grow into this fucking super awesome fucking thing, right? And if that's the case, then the then, then the then the Vinny Rock box itself will grow into something different. Absolutely. And eventually, maybe that will be a, a free monthly subscription. Just show up and fucking, here you go, here's your box. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not trying to charge people for a box of shit. I, I want them to, to receive it and enjoy it. Yeah, they all you know post it and say, hey, I got this awesome box full of goodies. Full of shit. I don't think it's going to be shit. Not shit, but, but like good shit, right? Like I'm saying shit in a really positive light. I'm saying... Good product. It's going to be good products, amazing, not shit. Amazing ass shit. The shit on a shingle. Remember is kind Christ- of food? Like, you know, like Christmas. Like when people, like, I've heard it so many times, you know what the hell I want is. this for Christmas. And be like, well, I'm just going to give you shit on a shingle. Shit on a shingle. Like an actual roofing tile shingle. Ugh. Ugh. What's your favorite food? My favorite food? Yeah. I got to go sushi. What's your what's your what's your worst food? My worst food? Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't really have I'm I'm I got like kind of an iron gut so I can eat pretty much whatever, but I hate the smell of copious amounts of ketchup. Ah, oh, ketchup. <clears throat> you know what's you know what today's ketchup is? What ranch? No, oh, that is <clears throat> ranch is today's ketchup. Well, I noticed like like Utah and Idaho. It's They're different. Fr- fry sauce. Fry sauce. Everybody you know what fry sauce, sauce is? I, it's probably just mayonnaise and ketchup. Mayonnaise and ketchup. That's all it is. Mixed That's together. all it is. It's fucking assholes. Everyone's trying to trick us. But I don't. It's, you know. You know what In and Out <laughs> secret sauce is? Mayonnaise and ketchup and a little bit of relish. It's not Thousand Island. Don't give me. Don't give me that. It is. I know, but I just I don't like. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm just going to say it's a secret sauce. <laughs> it's a secret sauce. Go get that. Shove it into a fucking bottle and get it next to fucking Thousand Island. It's the same shit. It's, I just yeah. I just don't get it, dude. It's like, a different ratio. Fry probably. sauce. And then, well, when people say, oh, like, here's your ranch. You want ranch? Or are you from California or what? Did they say that? I've heard it a couple times. People are racist. They are. They're racist. <laughs> Is I that racist? I, I get it, but. Is that even being racist? I don't even know. Uh, the the ranch. Yeah. Ranch is just, it's great. But there's good ranches and there's really bad ranches out there. Uh, there's, you're right. You're right. We uh, talked about it earlier. Round table. Round table? Round table pizza. Has the best ranch? Has, I love the ranch. I think the ranch is great. Yeah, I'm so hungry right now. I'm waiting for Chris to come back from the damn dog. What is it called? The dog? The vet. The vet. Those, the dog The dog people. two damn miniature freaking wiener dogs. Miniature wieners. They are crazy. They're fucking cool, though. But yeah. yeah. They are crazy dogs. All they want to do is just run around and, and, and they're just fucking jump nuts. on shit. They're little still. And the kids love them. But, what, dude, how expensive is all this shit, man? Oh, God. <laughs> Do you always go back to that? Like just, you just turn around, like oh, everything. Every that's all I ever think about. Like bills, bills. Oh yeah, cool. You guys need new shoes. Yeah, bills. people don't understand that about you. That you, you're just this guy that is hustling your ass off just to pay bills. Oh, people think I'm rich. Yeah. I think it's funny as hell. Like you think I'm rich? <laughs> I got just as many bills as you got. Dog. Have you seen the holes in my socks? <laughs> Have you seen the holes in my socks? 
Oh my god, that is freaking great. I I am probably the most normal out of. Uh, you, there's more. There's p- more people that are listening have more in their accounts than I do. Oh, what did they say? If you got ten dollar bill in your pocket and no debt, you're richer than fifty percent of America. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That guy's richer than me for sure. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I don't yep. think he's gonna last like that forever. I think I work too damn hard. Something's gotta <laughs> give, right? And then my mom always tells me that she goes, "Sonny, something's gonna give." Something's gotta go. Your mom, your mom is your biggest fan, probably. She is. She also hates that I cuss so much. You do swear a lot. I do. That's I, I, okay. I, I, do. I don't care. I do everything I can not to cuss around the kids, but like they just hear it just by being in this. If they're in a similar room and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That's probably the worst thing. As a parent, you don't want that, right? But as a parent, I do cuss. I, I think it's like the most genuine form of fucking communication. Well, though, you just you know? let whatever you're thinking out. Like you yeah. don't hold anything back. You don't sit there and go. I'm like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. yeah you got to be fucking yeah. kidding me. So, man, I can't say, you know, I'm not the best parent in the world. <laughs> I try to be. I try, I try to be. You, uh, the good dad part. Is, I give a shit, though. You care a lot. That's the thing is I give a shit. And giving a shit is 90% of this And you job. care about other people, not just like in your, oh, yeah. little, in your little group. Uh, that's the, the hardest thing for me is like, here's, here's me. You want to you you understand who I am. Hold on. Let me, let me wipe the sweat off my fucking forehead. <laughs> fucking <laughs> i'm the guy that flies southwest and will never put my seat back oh you can't you I, can't do that no, kind of I, shit. Won't, I won't do that because i feel like it's rude yeah it is rude i think like you know what i want that guy to be comfortable there's not very much room in those places there's anyways not. i will never put my seat back and when people do it i'm like wow they don't they didn't care about how i felt about that did they yeah i, I won't do it i'm courteous to everyone else's feelings and emotions and fucking shit right like like people are like uh like it's like it's the same thing as like that's why like I don't care about race. I don't care about sexuality. I don't care about any of that stuff. Like, do you? You, I, you mind your business on my mind, right? Like, like, I don't. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're purple. I don't care if you're green. I don't care about nothing. You don't even put your seat back on a plane. I don't move. On, yeah, I won't put on. Yeah, exactly. for a complete stranger. For a complete stranger, because yeah. of the fact, like, I give a fuck about that person behind me. They, they could be, they could be a baby. I'm like, well, they have plenty of room. I don't give a shit. Yeah. They want, they want that room that they sat there with. I'm gonna give it to them. They paid for that seat. Right. So that's their space. I'm I feel just like, trying to get off this. Plane. I feel like that's their space. Yeah. Right. My seat, if anything, should move forward to give them more space. What are we? T- <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you turn around? Are you all right back there? Do you need you more good? room? Yeah, are you Let good? Me break this fucking chair for you. Well, what about when people when you're in line at a, like a like a grocery store or at the gas station? You're I, getting, and then somebody is like just in your space, right there behind you. you I let them that? go in front of me. I'm the guy that like if I if I have a big ass order and they have like four things go in front. You know yeah, a lot I mean? of people like, don't do that. Yeah, I do that all the time. You know, you have I, a big shopping cart. How about this? How about when a bum's in the street? Do you give money? Sometimes, if I got it in my pocket, I usually yeah. don't carry a lot what's of cash your, on me. What's your thought process on that? Um, I, I don't know their story. Yeah, I don't know why well, they're homeless. I don't know if they. Like, so, why are they, you giving? Are you giving it to them because you believe that you're going to help them, or are you just giving them just to give? That's so. That's time. I just give. Them. I don't give a shit. Yeah, just give hey, to give. Here's your five bucks. Yeah. If, if you're gonna go buy, go buy some fucking some weed with it, fine. If you're, yeah. gonna, go fi- if you're gonna throw some heroin up your arm with it, fine. If, you're gonna, yeah. if you're gonna go buy a cheeseburger, cool. It's just money. You can't take yeah. it with you when you Here's die. Here's five fucking dollars. I know. In my heart, I gave it to you. I'm hoping you use it for the best fucking. Yeah, exactly. For the best like, reasons. Maybe you're maybe you got a bank account somewhere and yeah. you're trying to save up to get an apartment. Yeah, like, I hope you're stacking that money to fucking eventually yeah to, to get a suit for an interview. Just and then handling, handling like getting eighty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, my kids are like 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 why do you get that? Like, ah. Well, if I, I've if actually, I had it in my pocket, I'll give it to him. I've actually. Used to not be that kind of like. Yeah. I used to be like, no, fuck that. I'm not giving you any money. Go get a job. You know, yeah. kind of do like that. Well, a part but, of me believes that, but I also know that you know a lot of people on the street have mental have mental issues. It's yeah, like, it's a mental it's, thing. It's, there's a high rate of it. Yeah, and so it's like for me, it's like you won't ever see me on the street. You won't ever fucking see me on the street. Like as soon as I get kicked out of this fucking house and they take everything, <laughs> it's like, all right, well, fucking, I'm gonna start working somewhere right away. You'll see me apply for fucking McDonald's you, and Walmart right away. You mentioned that the other day. You're like, dude, I'll, I'll I, I. I had a veteran. Anywhere. I had a veteran call me like, because this, this is funny. It's on this on the same lines. Where we at? We have we have about ten minutes. We're good. I had a veteran call me call me the other day. And he's like, hey man, can I get some money? You mind if I boss money? And it's like, and I'm like, what do you think I have money? He goes, yeah man. You know, you got all these businesses. Like, the random? Yeah. Just yeah. A just random. A, just a guy. Just a, just a, I would say uh, someone who knows who I am. Obviously knows who I what I do. I think they would be considered more of a fan or maybe a supporter. I don't even know what you want to say. But he goes, hey man, you mind if I boss money? I'm kind of in some hard times and like. First, I'm like, how much? You know, a couple thousand. I'm like, oh. I was like, what do you think I made money? Yeah, man. I was busy. Like, nah. Do I look like a freaking money trade? Right. Like, <laughs> do, you, do I look green, motherfucker? <laughs> no, but the thing to me was like, dude, 
you don't fucking know me, bro. Like, you don't know my fucking situation. I do not have a lot of money. I, I honestly do not. You my, just, you constantly work to get. Yeah. Dude, it, this, this is not the military or the fucking, or the border patrol. This, this check doesn't show up on the 1st and the 15th. This check shows whenever the fuck it feels like showing up. So there's months where I'm able to finally catch my bills. There's months where I'm fucking 60 days late. And I'm like, I'm about to lose my house. And then all of a sudden, boom, hey, range 15 check out of nowhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh. it's the fucking hardest goddamn life I've ever lived. It's the most rewarding job I've ever lived, too, because I can wake up and take my kids to school every goddamn day. Because you're doing it for yourself. Right. And exactly. Those kids. So I know the more time I spend on my fucking phone, more time I spend on this fucking podcast, the more time I spend in front of that fucking computer, I'm going to fucking make some money for this family. Now, when, when will it show up? I have no fucking clue. You know, I have no clue if it's going to show up next week or fucking two weeks from now or fucking a month from now. But I know the harder I work, the more money shows up. What did you say? Like, uh, one of my goals is to have a million dollars in my bank account by 2018. 2018. 2018. And you're like currently $38.17 yeah. or something. Yeah. I think I'm thinking worse today. I think worse. Not going to lie to you. I woke up and I was like, oh. Like, some kind of automatic payment showed up that I didn't even fucking count on. And now I'm like, like oh, shit. I'm about to be red. That's the hardest You got to you ask your wife for some money. Oh, dude. Dude. Right, because like, she's the she's, she's really the good. banker. She's the banker. Well, she she knows all the bills that have to come out. She keeps them there for a reason. And I'm like I'm like, ah oh, man, I need five bucks again. I fucked up. Like, yeah, you know, like go, daddy, charge me another five bucks for a fucking web website called wobblyfuckingmodels.com. <laughs> <laughs> what is this wobblymodels.com? Shit? Yeah, like babe, trust me, I have a big plans for it. <laughs> but so this fucking veteran asked me for this for money, and I was so pissed. I was like, so what's up? He goes, I can't find a job anywhere. I was like, really? That's crazy. I was like, did you apply for uh, uh, Walmart? He goes, no. I was like, how about McDonald's? No. I was like, go do that and then call me. Motherfucker got a job. Oh, he's, so he's good now? Yeah. Well, I, you, you've helped guys out. I've, I've been there with you where you've helped guys out, like not necessarily money, but finding them work. Yeah. Finding them. Yeah, I do my best to try and find Don't people. show up, you know. Oh, I'm not the guy that hands them anything. Yeah, don't show up hat. Like they're trying to show up hat in hand. Well, there's like, fucking people that expect a handout. Like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. I'm never going to fucking hand out shit. Give me your resume, and I'll fucking hand it out and put in a good word. And, if, I've, and I've seen you yeah, do that. I've if seen you're you. a good dude, I will put in the good word. If you're a fucking turd, I'm not putting in any good word. I'm going to say, hey, go apply for a fucking job at Walmart. Because you know what? Guys think they're above that. People think they're above working at Walmart or fucking or fast talk, food fast or, food or whatever, whatever the case. Like, are you fucking kidding? You know what? I'm not, I, Bitch, I'm going to put food on the table. <laughs> I'll do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was an Uber driver and a fucking car dealer. While owning Article 15 clothing. So you were, you were three jobs, essentially. Dude, I was. I was doing Uber driving. I was also a fucking car salesman. And I fucking had Article 15 clothing. Right? And Let's Singers Whiskey. None of them were covering, covering the bills. Why? Because I fucking made a lot of dumb decisions with my money. Right? I thought I'd, I was making good decisions. And then all of a sudden, a fucking custody battle happens. And I have to drop fucking 10K out of nowhere. Right? So things like that were happening. And I'm living fucking check to check to check. All of a sudden, it gets so scary. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not going to allow my fucking kids' life to get uncomfortable because I don't want to fucking work harder. Bitch. So I went to a fucking car dealer. So I started selling cars. <laughs> people were like, people were like, slinging them, yeah. slinging them rides. People thought it was a joke. They were like, oh, dude, that's a funny skit. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of embarrassed right now to tell you the truth because I actually am selling cars. This is what's really going on. And I'm terrible at selling cars because I'm too honest. Yeah. Like, bro, I don't think you should buy yeah. this one. Dude, I had, there was guys that told that. They're like, they're like, what do you think? I was like, oh, man, I think it's a terrible deal. I think you should go somewhere else. And they're like, they just looked at me like, oh, shit. I'm like, sorry, man. But, I, but some people just buy the cars because you were they that just fucking honest. fucking liked me. You're like, yeah, yeah all right. I'm like, yeah, if you want it, fuck, if you want it, okay. I mean, I'm it's, sorry. it's your, it's your I, money. I can't screw someone over, bro. There's no. no, there's no, there's no, I don't have a heart for a fucking car salesman because the fact is some car dealers are not going to screw you over. But, but I'm not saying that one was. It's just used cars is one of those things where the, the, the car salesman makes out better. You They'll just, sell you a lemon. Not they, even that. It's just, just the, buying a used car, there's more money for a, for a used car salesman in selling used cars. There's more money be, to be made. Mm -hmm. That's why. Because usually you're buying those cars at an auction. You can get them at a very low price and then you fucking put the actual value to those and then you fucking do a couple fixes and boom, there you go. So you're going to make money hand over fist essentially being a used car salesman. I just didn't give a fuck about that. Man. Like, <laughs> I just need enough to cover my bills, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, one car a month, I'm happy. right? And then Uber driving, it's like, dude, you work in heavy times, you make some money. So I was just working during the hardest times of the night. Like no one wanted to be up at fucking two in the morning. I did. I'll fucking wake up to him and pick up those drunks and take them home. I don't give a and fuck. That's, that's prime rates right there. Prime it? rates. Yeah. Especially on Friday, Saturday night. I did not know you were an Uber driver. I, you never told me that. Oh, dude, it's not, I'm a, not the proudest. <laughs> when I first met Christy, she's like, what do you do? I was like, Uber. <laughs> <It's> Uber. <laughs> My brother met his wife. Uh, they were like, what do you do for work? 
my brother's actually he he makes yeah. good money you know in construction and stuff but he told her he's a paper boy he had a paper route oh that's so fucking good <laughs> he's like yeah i'm a paper boy oh, that's i'm so a paper good. route you know but it's just who really gives a shit if you're working hard who doing your gives thing? a fuck dude but that's the thing if you're not willing to lower your fucking standards just to put food on the table for your fucking family you're an idiot yeah you're an idiot like it, like my buddies like like if you're single fuck dude starve who gives a shit spend spend a couple months on the street and see what that feels like right it might be humbling it might be cool dude i've been a gypsy for a long time you've been a gypsy for a long you're a gypsy dude yeah you're a fucking legit gypsy and yeah. that's the thing is like but you know what there's part of there's something to that that is kind of probably like probably fulfilling there's something to that knowing that you can just survive by if you need a job you go get a job and work it and then you fucking when you're done working that job that you're not so satisfied with you fucking stop yeah but you're single you find something else you have a fucking dog yeah there's your responsibilities you don't have any you really need you need to worry about make sure you don't fucking die i'm i if i can't pay for it with cash i don't buy it right i don't have credit cards or debt right like that that's genius (laughs) right like or you can be me i've heard i've heard i've like people have told me like like so you've never been married no you don't no. have any kids? No. I'm like, dude, you did it right. Like the guys that are married with kids, and I'm like, not really, because I mean, I do. There's, yeah, you you want that. Everybody yeah, wants. Everybody wants that. Not everyone, but thing. like most people want that. Most yeah. people want that normal like experience of raising kids and having a love and and just seeing where that goes. Yeah, just seeing what you can create. Right, but the know? crazy thing to me is any anybody, not just a veteran, anybody that says I can't find a job, like you're full of shit. There is many a job. You're full out there. of shit. I can find a job in fucking one day fucking shoveling shit, I'm sure. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There's a job no one wants. That's the one I'll get. Right away. I, I'm, the, I'm the guy that you won't see me on the street for. If they had a TV show where you fucking took my money and see how much I can make in the end of 30 days, motherfucker, day one, I'll have a job. Guaranteed. Yeah. Two weeks later, I'll be promoted. There's by the end of dude, if you put me in fucking, you put me in McDonald's. By the end of a fucking month or two months, I'll be a fucking goddamn fucking shift manager and fucking bringing tacos, bringing fucking tacos, burgers, whatever the fuck, home to the kids. I wouldn't find a way to survive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And my well, my my my, uh, my high school baseball coach always said like you either make a mistake on the field or something like that. And he'd yeah. always be like, well, the world always needs dish diggers. So, dude, you, you, let me let me tell you a story. When I was in fucking college in Kentucky, I started as a as a salad guy. And I made the best damn salads. So they all told me, like, man, your salads are really nice. <laughs> I don't know like, what it is. I don't know what you do to that salad. Yeah, what it is is the salads, they're, they're, built, they're stacked so high. And they're so colorful. It's like, well, I'm going to tell you, I'm just making a spec salad, right? Enough lettuce, tomatoes, cheese, egg. It's all uniform. Yeah, I just, <laughs> whatever the fuck. I'm just making these goddamn salads. But I'm smiling and I'm making it happen because, dude, I lived in a fucking house that was a brothel. I have a futon and a fucking table. That's all I have for a, I don't even have a shower curtain. I was washing my clothes in the shower. I was washing it and laying it out throughout the day. And then I'd go to work. I'd eat at work. I didn't have any fucking... I made friends with the guy at GNC and he gave me his fucking protein that was people were throwing out. He gave me that and that's what I was eating. I was eating protein. That's where you get your supplement. Like yeah. your... Right, so I was getting water and, 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 and protein is pretty much throughout the day until I could show up to work and fucking chow down whenever I could. I'd be eating these salads all goddamn day, and if a fry guy would throw an extra fucking tender in there, I'd snag that motherfucker. I think you mentioned something before that you were, when people didn't eat all their food, you were... I, I would snag it. Yeah, just... I'm a fuck, I was a fucking poor-ass dude that just dropped out of college. Yeah. Right? I got to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do next. I wanted to be a sheriff. I was going to try and apply for that, but I wasn't a fucking resident yet. And so I was having problems with all this shit, and I'm thinking, like, fuck, dude, like, until I can apply to be a firefighter or a fucking cop, I have to fucking work this damn job. I wasn't, I wasn't going back to dad. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't going to call positive pops, I need your help. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to figure this shit out. And so, I'm, like I said, I'm living in a house in a, that was a brothel. It's so fucking old that you can hear every fucking conversation having on the other three fucking ones. I know it's a brothel because my buddy's father had his bachelor party in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm fucking at, I'm at fucking... Texas Roadhouse, starting as a salad guy. Then I go to the fry guy. Then I go to the fucking serving. Uh, then I go in hot prep and cold prep. That's showing up before the police even opens, getting it prepped for the next day or for the fucking that day. Then I started serving. And I was doing fucking one half shift in the back, uh, frying and fucking doing salads and shit. And then, boom, I'd flip, change clothes because it was all dirty. Change clothes, boom, and go serve for the rest of the fucking day. It's dope. All my tips that I got during fucking serving, I go straight to the bar and get fucking trashed. <laughs> and then I flip and do it again, right? I pay my bills and have enough money. I'm thinking, okay, I can only do this for so long until until I fucking finally find a real job. The ride's gonna be over, right. Soon. And then I was like, that's where I decided to join the military. I'm at that fucking actual Buffalo Wild Wings that was across the street from fucking. And I'm taking my boy Jim, who is a fucking Navy guy. He goes, I got my blue nose. I'm like, what's your blue nose, Jim? I jumped in some cold water. I was like the fuck is that he goes well i was in the navy i'm like really you know i found out everything about this fucking dude he's my he's, he's the grill the the chief on the grill 
pretty cool dude we were bouncer together at a, at a bar one night too and he fucking broke a dude's hand i don't know how he even did it whether he punched the guy's hand directly or snapped uh, it. yeah how do you break a i have guy's no fuck hand? it was fucking sweet though he was like oh my hand i was like jim's a badass <laughs> what up jim he's the dude i i, I want to write a story about him but he's the guy that kind of told me like you know because i told him like i oh, mean i'm not comfortable going back home i'm not comfortable here in texas like there's no place i call home he goes ah, home is where you're you kentucky yeah and he's like home's where you lay your hat i'm like ah fuck jim you're right where you sleep that night that's home and just fucking treat it as such, and you won't have no fucking issues anymore. And just so, a lot of wisdom. Yeah, the guy had wisdom, and so we're watching. We're watching uh, the the CNN and uh, one of these Marines <clears throat> putting a flag over to the Saddam statue head and pulling it down, and that's kind of where I decided like I don't want to be the guy at the bar forty years from now and not have that fucking story. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I wanted it. It was a passion of mine, and I knew I had nothing else to give besides fucking working these double shifts, working my ass off, and it wasn't going anywhere. So I joined the fucking military. That's when I decided to join the military. For my daughter's right. She was already uh, born about seven months at the time. And so I wanted to give something back. And the least I can do is die in combat for her and give her her 350K, I think it was at the time, uh, and, and be known to who her Well, to you, her were, hero. you were sitting there, like, hoping to get shot and shit like that. When that you were there. I was. Yeah. I didn't show up to Iraq do that. No, I'm athletic and I'm a competitive motherfucker, right? If you beat me at war, you'd beat me. And Fair I'm not, Yeah, I'm competitive. Yeah. No, but my head was like, eh, there's an odd I might get smoked. And so if I do, at least I've been able to give her that as a father. Yeah, that's that's just crazy. I mean, yeah. that's that's a lot of heart right there. That's, that's no, of, it's not hard. It's a lot of will. It's a <laughs> will power. It's back in the corner, man. I had nothing else to give. <laughs> <laughs> Double shifts at a fucking Texas Roadhouse will do that to you. Well... <laughs> Oh, you man. were painting a big red circle on your chest. Yeah, no, no, no. I told you I'm competitive as fuck. If you were going to kill me in war, I would have been pissed. Like, ah, oh, you beat me. Like, I don't lose in a lot of sports. Yeah, I don't, I don't lose very often. Yeah, well, fuck it. Hey, we're out of time. Damn, we went a little longer than I expected, but who gives a fuck? All right. It's our podcast. We do whatever the fuck we want. Hey, we appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully, um... You guys are enjoying this podcast. If you guys have anything you want to add to the podcast, please hit us up on social media. Go to Vinny Rock on Instagram. Go to Vinny Rock Podcast on Facebook. There's also a Vinny Rock Twitter. I don't even know what the fuck that is, but find it. Check it out. Um, again, I appreciate you guys. You know we love you, and uh, thanks for listening. Have a good day.